Okay, this is Ronald Dorsey from One Bottle at a Time. We're back. And today we have Mr. Patrick Stansfield, and he's with Quinny, the wine app. The so wine app, yeah. For hi, all of you here me. that enjoy wine and uh, like to rate it, he's the man for you. So, uh, Mr. Stansfield, tell us a bit about yourself and also about Quinny very quickly. Uh, very quickly, a little bit about Quinny. So yes, we are a wine rating app. We like to say that we're here to democratize the tasting of wine. Uh, we're going to give people a chance who are experts or who are just novices to go through and taste wine in a five-step tasting process that was put together by some sommeliers and a brilliant sensory scientist by the name of Dr. Isabel Lachef. It's an app that can be downloaded at quinnywine.com. You're going to have the opportunity to taste a whole bunch of wines that are already there, or if you've got one that isn't there, very quickly and very easily add it to the app. Uh, and move through the steps. It's going to create some tasting notes for you. It's going to save those reviews for you uh, and give you maybe some suggestions about people who you like, the wines that they like, uh, and some wines that maybe you should try based right. on what they like. Good. Wonderful. So one of the things I liked about the app is that it's an app that you don't have to download. Can you help us with that a bit? <laughs> of course. Of course, this is a web-based app. Uh, I think that that's probably the thing that's going to happen with a lot of apps as we move forward. App then probably becomes the wrong word. Uh, we've got a lot of things that we save onto our phones, taking up a lot of space. So Quinny's got it set up so that you can put an icon onto your home screen, but it's not taking up any space. It's going to jump you right into Quinny every time you tap that button. Wonderful, wonderful. So I had an opportunity uh, yesterday to to use the app, and uh, I, I consider myself a bit past uh, intermediate sure. in terms of uh, sure. learning and understanding wine. So I, I found it very useful, and I think that it's very good for a beginner all the way to an, an expert. So help. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really designed to be very user friendly. The app itself. Uh, we want people to come. We want them to have a good time. We want them not to not be intimidated by the tasting process. You know, you've got fancy words and difficult ideas that can be introduced, and that can be that can turn off people who are new to the idea of tasting wine or really paying attention to what's going on—the smells and the flavors and the feelings that they're having in their mouths. Uh, and ultimately. Um, you know, we're hosting these tastings for people like you to come and taste wine. But the reason that we're hosting them is that wineries are asking us to host them because they're looking to get feedback right. from consumers just like you and, mm. and, and consumers in all types of places and at all types of levels. Uh, so the thing that's really most exciting about Quinny and most exciting about what we're doing is that this is a representation of the fact that wineries are looking to get insight and have an understanding of what the people who are drinking their wine think about their wine and that's a really exciting and new idea wonderful now another thing that i really enjoyed about it is the visual aspect of it uh yesterday we primarily uh tested i believe 10 whites and one of the things i enjoyed was you were able to adjust the color to match the color of the wine you were looking at it, uh, adjust the clarity, the mm -hmm. translucence, all of those different factors that uh, come with a wine. So how did they come about, uh, you know, getting to the visual aspect that, to match the tasting aspect? Of course. And you're an <laughs> exciting man to listen to. Don't let anybody tell you different. Uh, yeah, Quinny really is a very visual experience, and it was set up to be that way. 
Uh, as you move through the various steps, Quinny st- stands for five, and, and there's a there's a Quinny flower is the logo of Quinny. You're going to see it if you go to quinnywine.com and if you set up a profile there. Uh, and each one of those petals represents one of the five steps in the Quinny wine tasting process. And you were just now talking about looking at the wine. And we're going to move different slider bars within the app. Maybe it sounds technical, but it's going to be pretty straightforward when you see it. Uh, and, and as we adjust those slider bars, the colors are going to change within the app. Uh, because what we like to say is there is no right or wrong answer Well, when we're, t- when we're tasting these wines. It's really what you see. It's what you smell. It's what you taste. And that's what we're interested in. And that's what the wineries are interested in. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, I was a bit remiss. Uh, This is one bottle at a time. And since uh, we are here, we'd like to talk about the one bottle that we're enjoying today. Of course. uh, Right now we're having a semi-on from my man Caleb Foster. Caleb Foster has a winery called Gunpowder Creek out in Washington or up in Washington, depending on where you're from. Uh, He's a beautiful guy making beautiful wines. Uh, He's been making wine for more than 30 years uh, all over the world and for all kinds of wineries, you know, extremely premium, low-volume wineries, larger wineries that likely you've heard of and you've seen of on the shelf. Uh, And finally, he decided, you know what? I want to get my hands back in the dirt. I want to be spending time with the grapes, and I want to be making my own wine. So a couple years ago, he started Gunpowder Creek Winery, uh, and that's what we're drinking today. Wonderful, wonderful. So uh, we're here in uh, the lovely Brooklyn Hilton in downtown Brooklyn, New York City. Want to talk a bit about your experience and how you started in wine, and specifically, we like to talk about here at One Bottle at a Time, that, that first wine yeah. that knocked your socks off, that kind of got you of course. into being a wine lover. Yeah, so being a wine lover. Uh, well, you know, it depends how you describe the word wine lover. I've got a brother who's a WSET diploma holder, hmm. a true wine lover, you know, somebody who knows more about wine than I will ever even begin to comprehend. Um, but that thing that maybe was my first wine, my first experience of a wine. Uh, I was fortunate enough to grow up in the Okanagan Valley in British Columbia in Canada. Uh, The Okanagan is the wine region of the west of Canada. We're just north of where they grow wine in Washington and maybe down into Oregon. So we're in that same sort of area. It's a semi-arid area. It gets very hot in the summertime, but still cool in the evening. So we Mm. can grow different types of grapes. Uh, And just up the street from where I lived was a winery called Summerhill Pyramid Winery. And Summerhill Pyramid Winery was owned by this guy, uh, fa- fantastic guy named Stephen Sipes, uh, who was just really interested in making wine in a cool way. He mm. built this giant pyramid on his property. They make some pretty spectacular sparkling wines in the classic champagne style, and he ages them in the pyramid. And as a young kid, probably not old enough to drink, so don't tell my parents, uh, <laughs> I was just fascinated by that idea. My older brother Dave worked at the winery, so I imagine he pilfered a bottle or two. And brought one home, and frankly, what more exciting experience than to hear that pop of a cork on a Mm. sparkling wine uh, and to taste those bubbles. And uh, if somebody doesn't know or you haven't heard before, when you're drinking a sparkling wine, those bubbles help deliver the alcohol to your bloodstream even faster. So it's part of what makes it a fun (laughs) celebration wine. Uh, And probably at 16 or 17, with the experience of the pyramid and this delicious, you know, Sipes Summerhill Brut, um, you know, it was delicious. The experience was great. And I think sometimes the things we remember are as much the experience um, mm. as the thing themselves. And so the experience definitely was what 
you know, had me thinking, you know, this wine's a pretty fun time. That's pretty good. So most people tend to have their their first wine from some region that's far from where they live or maybe something from France or something from California, if, depending on where they're at. And you happen to have something that was right around the corner, yeah. homegrown, yeah, yeah. close to where you live. And yeah. that was your that was your first experience. Yeah, definitely. That's that's really wonderful. Yeah. So uh, once again, going back to uh, to, to the app. Yeah. Uh, how long has uh, the app been in use? And uh, you yeah, know. of course, uh, Qu- Quinny's been around eight years. Okay. Qu- Quinny got its start as a consumer tasting app, so it was really focused on, uh, you know, all about the consumer, all about the people. This was an opportunity for you to download this and have this help you as you tasted wines, help you remember the wines that you were tasting, what it was that you liked or didn't like about a particular wine. That was really the focus. And as we did more of this, uh, Quinny realized that that there was a real opportunity as we spoke to wineries to be collecting this information and holding tastings like the one you attended last night and and passing along that insight in in a... uh, anonymous way, so they don't know exactly what you thought, but they mm. know what the group thinks. Um, and, and so Quinny sort of moved from being all about the consumer uh, to being a tool that's used by the wineries uh, at tastings like last night to understand um, understand the consumer better. So it's been around eight years. Mm. Uh, really, over the last three, we've shifted to being more focused for the winery. Uh, and, and, you know, even though the app is very sen- uh, simple and very visual, uh, the data is very complex. And it's uh, run through an algorithm, that tasting app that you did, all of that information that we collect. Right. Uh, and, and that algorithm spits out just really deep information. So we could tell you, okay, uh, what do millennials in this particular area think about this particular wine and why do they think that? And when they're comparing these two wines, what is it about one versus the other that they like more? Mm. Is it the combination of acidity and alcohol level and the complexity of that wine that's causing it to score higher? Is it a combination of how good that wine is in the bottle and then the look of the bottle? Is it the look of the package? Is it the label? Is it the color of the wine? You know, when you're talking about being able to match the color of the wine to what the color on the app was, all of that information is compiled uh, and we're able to then pass it along to the wineries for the, so, that, so that they can understand, you know, why is our wine a success or why is it not doing as well as we wanted it to? And conversely, our competitors, why are they doing so well? Hmm. Um, and maybe why aren't we? So, uh, yeah, we've been around eight years. Sorry, that was a lot of words for a short question. Oh, no question. problem. No, no. Uh, but we've been around eight years. <laughs> and, and like so many things, like so many tech startups, we call ourselves a tech company, wow. even though we're in the wine industry. Right, okay. uh, you really grow like people. You grow over time. Your focus shifts over time. And I think we've really, over the last few years, hit our sweet spot mm. uh, in being able to create these fun experiences for consumers to come in and taste wine, uh, but also to give a great service hmm. uh, and offer a great service to the wineries that we work with. Okay, so now on the information part, the data that you collect, one of the things that I really liked was the uh, the data points were pretty much the same as tasting notes. Mm-hmm. So if you could just you know, kind of go through some of those data points, and I'm sure the audience can can listen to it and they can relate. Wow, these these uh, data points that you go through as you're taste as you're t- tasting a wine, yep. and 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 testing it and checking out and rating it, you can actually see that they 
they're basically the same as tasting notes. So go of through course. some of the data points. Yeah, but. yeah, definitely. So they really are. So when we're talking at the consumer side, we are talking about tasting notes. Right. And we're talking about classic um, tasting points and not just t- tasting, but steps in a tasting. So we're talking about first the look of the wine mm-hmm. and then the aroma and then the mouthfeel and mm-hmm. then the finish of the wine and then what's our opinion of the wine. Uh, the difference is... Uh, when you take the algorithm, the way it's combining your answers of various aspects to those steps of tasting the wine, that's where we're finding out different sensory questions. So how is the residual sugar or the, um, the acidity level or the alcohol content and its relation to the complexity and then its relation to the price of the wine? How are all of those things combining? Um, to speak to somebody's purchase intent, how likely they are to pick up that wine off the shelf and mm. buy it. So, so when we speak to the data, we're then calculating the value, and it can get real deep. And I know there's people in my own company screaming at me right now because <laughs> I'm not explaining it properly. Right. But basically, all of that information gets run through an algorithm so that we can provide that information to the winery to say, based on all of these factors that were very simple when somebody was going through a tasting, here's what we could maybe say in answer to your question. And the question is going to be different from each winery for each wine. Maybe the question is, should we change the price? Mm. And very simply, we could say, you know what? People think that where you are right now, your wine has a great uh, value proposition. Let's just leave it right where it is. Mm. Uh, Or you know what? Your wine is overpriced and people, based on what they think of what's in the bottle, would respond a lot better if the price came down 10 or 15%. Mm. Uh, So... So the two things correlate, uh, but but aren't necessarily exactly equal. Uh, but we do get, you know, from all of that sensory information that you're giving us when you're tasting that wine, uh, data that represents uh, what you thought about the look of the wine or the taste of the wine or the smell of the wine or the finish of the mm. wine. Uh, one of the things that a lot of wine lovers do is they tend to uh, purchase wine based on the point system. Of a lot of times people see that, you know, they see that that 90, that 95, that, you know, that 85, mm-hmm. those higher type scores, you know, along that particular uh, rating scale. I noticed about the app that when you were completely done, after you went through all of the different sensory, you know, sensory and, and also the tasting, the colors, all of those different things, it gave you a score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the interesting thing about the Quinny score, so very different than trade scores that you've seen, like if you were looking at the Wine Spectator and you saw a 94-point score on a wine, mm-hmm. Quinny, when we say it's sort of like democratizing the wine tasting, it's going to be more like uh, something that you may have seen uh, if you've been to Rotten Tomatoes, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, we're, what we're talking about is what do consumers think about the wine that we're tasting uh it's not as common but there are some retailers that have the quinny app and have the quinny flower on their wine labels or Mm. on the you know the the pricing that's on the shelf and you can see okay what have the consumers scored this wine um so sometimes you know you might see that roger ebert scored a movie uh five stars out of five uh, and that's great thank you very much mr ebert (laughs) but but we go on to rotten tomatoes and we say okay now thousands of people have gone and seen that movie. What do the people think? Mm. Uh, and so Quinny is sort of more of that, right? We're, we're a zero to 100 point scale. Uh, it doesn't relate to that trade scale that people are familiar with on bottles. 
Um, but it does let you have a sense once you've started tasting some wines to see, okay, this is what I thought of that wine. Now let me see what other people are thinking about that wine. Mm. So now the app itself, uh, have you had an opportunity outside of North America to take it to, to Europe, South America, other parts of the world, South yeah. Africa, et cetera? Yeah, of course. Uh, we've done some tastings in Australia. And at this point, Australia, just uh, Canada, United States, and Australia. Uh, we've obviously worked with wines from all over, uh, but really that's, uh, that's been our focus. I think the United States is such a big market. Right. You know, even though it's been eight years, we're a relatively new company. Um, so our focus has really been here. Okay, so primarily for English-speaking at this point, English yes. English-speaking countries. Because yes, obviously, I, I see where it can be, you know, the app itself, just a matter of changing the languages yep. on yeah, the front you, end. You and got you can it, man. And, anywhere and, in the world. Right? And we're a Canadian company, and we've done some tastings in Quebec, so in, in our French province. Right. Uh, and uh, the, the, the lovely woman who moderated those tastings was able to, on the fly, translate what we were hearing and what we were seeing and what the app was saying. Uh, but for now, it is an English uh, first app, and, and that's the language that's there. Okay. And uh, you're right now going around the country, uh, around the United States. You're in New York today. Uh, in, in, in the coming weeks, yeah, where, where yeah. will you be in the coming, uh, I'm, I'm coming all, weeks, coming months? I'm all <laughs> over. So we work with you know, uh, probably six or seven of the ten largest wine producers in the United States, mm. uh, and then an assortment of you know a whole host of other wineries. Uh, and so, when we're running these tastings and doing these tastings, it's based off the needs of those wineries. Mm. Uh, so, for the study that we're doing tonight, or the study that we did last night, uh, I was in Pasadena, Los Angeles, uh, last week. Wow! Uh, and then I was in Phoenix, and now I'm here in New York, and then I'm off to Dallas, and then I'm down to San Francisco. Uh, and then I'm up to Seattle. So we're really running all over the place. <laughs> right. we got lots going on. Might need to cut it. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, all right. So uh, we're going to wrap it up. We're about to, to do a, uh, another wine tasting for the day. Uh, if you can just please give our audience again the, the website. For, yeah, of for course. Quinty. Yeah, yeah. And thank you so much for your time. And I don't oh. mean to cut you short. Oh, no problem. We've just got a room full of people <laughs> filling up. And I'd love everybody to go to quinnywine.com. Uh, to find out when we're doing a tasting in your neighborhood because we are and we're doing lots of them and they happen all the time. Uh, and as you can maybe hear in the background, we got a whole host of people showing up <laughs> to do one of these tastings. So go to quinnywine.com, uh, set up a profile on there. You'll get notified when we're doing a tasting in your area. Come, please show up. They're free to participate in. Uh, tonight, we're tasting 10 different wines. You get to go home with a free bottle of wine just participating. It's a lot of fun. I think you can say you had a good time last night. I have a good time again tonight. Right? And who doesn't like enjoying uh, free wine, finding out what you thought about it, and then leaving with a good bottle. Okay. Uh, so thank you very much. Thank you for thank your you. time. Thank you. All right. This has been Ronald Dorsey for One Bottle at a Time. Today's, today's guest was Mr. Patrick Stansfield of Quinny Wine. Thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Bye.